Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. I have an awesome episode for you this week. Before I introduce the guest, as always, let me run a few things by you. Firstly, please follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps. You already know the spiel, but I'm going to say it again. It helps grow the audience and ultimately grow the podcast and get the best guest for you. So please do that. Additionally, please go follow me on social media, R-O-Y-B-T-Z on Instagram and R-O-Y underscore B-N-T-Z on Twitter. On Twitter, you can subscribe to my newsletter. That gives you access to updates, occasional blog posts, news about the guests, future of the show, and most importantly, it's just a very easy way for you to get podcast into your email inbox every single week. Finally, please consider supporting this independent podcast. Currently, I do not work with any big advertisers. I do not plan on doing so in the near future. So if you feel like you get value from this podcast, if you love the show, please consider supporting it. I really appreciate you guys. And finally, if you want to start your own podcast, I have a full tutorial that covers everything you need to know, soup to nuts on how to start, grow, execute, market, reach out to guests, everything you want to know about starting a podcast, growing a podcast. It's all in there very conveniently, very user-friendly and just easy to follow. So if you want Go check that out. I have a link in the show notes. It's on Gumroad. And let's move on to the guest. This week, I have Jose Rosado. Jose is Jose's awesome. I had such a fun time doing the podcast with him. His main area of focus is essentially helping people make income online. And he's got courses, ebooks. He's got one-on-one coaching sessions. He does that on Twitter and other social media platforms. And he's just really, really good at what he does, especially considering that English is not his first language. Yeah, he absolutely kills it. The amount of gems and insights that are on this podcast. And what I love about him is he keeps it, he shoots straight. Like he keeps it honest. He doesn't try to sell you things just for the sake of selling. He really tells it like it is uh, the way he sees it, which is something I really appreciate because there's a lot of people out there just trying to sell you stuff, even when it sometimes goes against your own self-interest. So stay tuned. If you want to learn how to grow a community, if you want to learn how to grow on Twitter, if you want to learn how to start from scratch when you start on Twitter or even for that matter of fact, even other social media platforms, definitely check this podcast out filled with gems, as I already said. So let's jump right into it. Let me introduce this week's guest, Jose Rosado. Enjoy the episode, everyone. The Genuinely Interested Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. And, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you, Roy. I'm really, I'm really, really excited to have this uh, chat with you. So let's get started. All right, let's do it, man. I love your energy. I love it. Um, all right. So for people who may not know you, maybe a little bit of an introduction. Uh, yeah, just give it a little brief introduction. Where I live where people vacation. I live in a, a tiny <laughs> island in the middle of the Caribbean where it's always summer and the breeze is over ca- caressing your face with warmth and, and happiness. It's the, Domin- the Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful paradise. And except when you're like in the slums, <laughs> but that's like <laughs> everywhere, right? But we are, man, it's a, I always tell my wife that this is the place where I want to live and the place that I, that I want to li- I die because it's where I have my family. Um, although I don't run my business here, right? Like I do run my business from the Dominican Republic, but all of my business is it's outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Still, like, I don't have any kind of impediments from running my business, my online business from, from DR. And it has never, ever, ever in my life uh, prevented me from making any kind of deal with people outside, which is something that I would love to talk about because I feel like a lot of foreigners feel like, if I don't live in a, like a place where people speak English, I would not be able to close a five, ten, twenty thousand dollar deal with someone outside because uh, I don't know mental mental block, mental mindset bad. You know, I don't know, man. I so, think COVID changed that though. I think maybe pre-COVID yes. that was the like. I have to stay in New York. I have to pay this premium on the rent. I have to tip everywhere I go. I have to pay all this exorbitant amount of money on everything, and then I'm getting paid. Eh, not great, but. 
I have the potential of going up the chain, up the ladder and getting to eventually where I want to be, where now post COVID, or not post maybe COVID, but like after COVID started, people are like, oh, I can live in Alabama. I can live in Colorado. I can live in Dominican Republic. And it's actually much better because I'm paying a quarter of what I used to pay and I can get the same job. I agree. I agree. This thing actually accelerated a lot of things here in the R. For example, before the virus struck the world, um, we didn't even have like supermarket apps where you could just, hey, supermarket, send me my food. We didn't have that here. But since the supermarkets saw themselves, okay, my sales are going down. Um, we have the internet. Some people can actually work despite what's happening. They developed a, a bunch of apps for the supermarket. And now I can do all of my groceries shopping from, from, from the app. Mm -hmm. So it took a stupid pandemic <laughs> for the supermarket to actually understand the power of the internet and how much more money people can make uh, if they use the, the internet right. I want to talk about that, bro. That's yeah. because that's my speciality. It is. And I think everyone kind of realized, okay, we have to, if we want to stay in the game, we have to accelerate our technology. We have to yeah. allow apps. We have to allow deliveries. We have to communicate between people sitting on the other side of the world with the best interface and technology possible. So everyone accelerated and upped their technology game because that's what the times demanded. That's what consumers were demanding. And if you're not going to do it, you're going to be left behind, essentially. Absolutely. And when, when people talk about technology, they're, they're always afraid, super afraid, because they fear they're, they're going to be investing thousands of dollars in technology. But check this out. Zoom, free. Yeah. WhatsApp, free. Facebook, free. Instagram, social media, free, technically, right? All yeah. of that is totally free. Google Documents, free. Dude, I have friends who man, make, make hundreds of thousands of dollars selling things from a Google Document. Literally, his, his landing pages, which is just like a page where people sell stuff, mm -hmm. it's a Google document. He always tells me like, <laughs> I'm just lazy. I'm just lazy, <laughs> so I don't want to be designed a pretty landing page, so I just put all of the things that I want to sell in a freaking Google document. Yeah. And he sells his stuff from a Google document. That's so wild. sometimes we overcomplicate what online business is and, and how to actually make an income online or how to increase your income online as, as an expert in, in topic. Whatever, whatever expertise you have, you can always find a way to monetize it or to build something that can eventually help you become an authority in what you do. Someone that people will say, hey, I will follow Jose or I will follow Roy. Or, 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 hey, check this out. Check this guy out. He has something that is of value for me. Let me book a call with that person. Let me book a consultation call with that person. May, let me invite that person to a podcast. You're inviting me to this podcast because I had the incredible idea of posting something on Twitter or yeah. posting something on Instagram. And you somehow, somehow found me because I had the amazing idea of, of posting content, which is today in age, there are still people that don't understand how powerful content is. I always like telling this little thing about content. Every little piece of content that you post, it's a security deposit for your future. Why? Because everything that you post is a marketing asset that will outlast you. That's, that's meant to sell your ideas your values, your services, your coaching, your products, or whatever you want to sell. Sometimes it's just recommending someone a movie. Sometimes it's just recommending someone a book. That's actually selling, right? You're persuading someone to take action upon your recommendation. Yeah. That is sales. Buy this stuff because I feel it can help you with this or that. That's sales. And online is so much faster, dude. You send an email, you post a tweet, you post an Instagram story or an Instagram post or silly dancing reel and doing funny faces. People see that, you get attention, they click on your face, they laugh, they enjoy, they get entertained, they learn something, then they click the link in your bio. Oh shit, this guy sells coaching on how to do all of this stuff. Oh wow, this guy sells whatever. And then they buy. That's the process in a nutshell. Of course, I'm oversimplifying it. Yeah. But Dude, it's so much more faster when you do it online. But I think you undersell or value yourself when you say that because you do have a certain exuberance and um, 
the way you talk and your confidence and the way you have ideas that you put forth. No, no, seriously. <laughs> that's why people follow you, right? You have what, like 80,000? There's a reason. Twitter, it's not just- Twitter, 20, yeah. Twitter, Let right? me so tell it, you about No, no, that. so one, one second, one second. I'm just, I, and, and the reason I bring this up, and, and this is probably what you're going to say, and this is the segue that I want to lead into is, you shouldn't be able to do all that because as I've heard you say on other podcasts, like English isn't your first language. You barely, you weren't, you weren't even speaking it uh, clearly a few years ago. So I would love I to was, like- I was, I just wasn't um, at this level. And, yeah. and yes, I was somewhat proficient. Okay. But writing it is where, like I had never written a lot of things in English. What I've written sometimes is like, someone tells me like, hey, is this, like tra- uh, translate this for me. Sure. I translated maybe, but that's it. Maybe in, in all, all of my career, when I was employed back in 2018 and, tw- and 10 years before that, I maybe wrote in total three to 4,000 words in English. Wow. Maybe, maybe. Now, dude, I write a thousand words in a day yeah. <laughs> so, in English. Yeah. Um, so I would so that's, love, the, so that's a story. That. That's the story that I, I would like you to tell people that you essentially, and I've heard this, uh, I've heard you tell the story on other podcasts, but I want my listeners to know it because you turned tragedy into triumph. You, something happened and then you turned that. And then again, like you had another uh, hurdle to overcome because of language thing. So I would love for you to tell that story. Let me tell you the story of how I made my first $100,000 using Google Translate. This is not even hyperbole, dude. <laughs> let, let, me, let, let me fill you in. So in 2018, I was desperate for money. Like desperate to the level that I was feeling anxiety, not only like mentally, but also physically. Yeah. A twitch in the eye, burning sensation on my chest, weird movements on my hands. To that point, I remember one time I, I almost like almost blacked out and I had to tell a friend, hey, dude, take me to my home. I feel like I'm going to die. I'm like this here, whatever. He drove me home in my car and I, I'm just like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to take my car, go back. But whatever, I, I can't. I went and, and like slept for hours mm-hmm. to that level, man. That was the level of anxiety I was experiencing because I was broke, broke. So um. Due to this situation, I was um, experiencing of pure desperation. I said to myself, I need to fix this thing right away. What I didn't know is that there's no quick way to make money. There are faster ways to make money, but there's no quick rich. Make, there's nothing that can make you money quickly. There's things that can make you money faster. One of those things that I discovered was post stuff online. And I already knew about it and I had tried to do it in Spanish. But thankfully, I found a bunch of influencers and business owners posting interesting ideas on Twitter. And more importantly, selling stuff on Twitter back in 2018. So I said, I want that. Mm -hmm. So in June of 2018, I started posting five tweets a day. I woke up at 5.30 a.m. Dominican time, AST, and I wrote for a few minutes four or five tweets a day. I sometimes stole a few minutes from my employer, but the great thing is that they never cared because they only care about delivering on your promises. So I I had that going for me. I I always loved all of the jobs that I worked for. Anyhow, dude, post five tweets a day. What happened? People started following me despite the fact that, and I didn't reveal this, I was writing everything in Spanish and using Google Translate to translate (laughs) the freaking tweets. People were following me because they enjoyed the Google translated text. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the biggest thing is that it was all in my mind. Sometimes when I created a thing in Spanish and then Google translated it, it was literally the same thing I was saying inside my head in English. So there's a lot of mental hurdles when you don't speak a language. And that was one of them, like a lot of self-doubt. So, um, dude, people started following me because of the Google translated text. And what happened next? blew my mind. One day in October, almost October, yeah, October 30 something, I said to myself, I need to make money. I'm desperate. I've been posting for months now and I need to make freaking money. That day I said for the first time ever, hey, the next four or five people who, who, um, buy, who need a Twitter header, you know, the little thing that you see in yeah, every, yeah. Head, that thing. Uh, the next five people will get a Twitter header for $35. 
That's it. I got a bunch of DMs and that was the first time in my life where I had made $100 in a day. That's it. I had like 4,000 followers by then. Uh, that changed my life because I got to experience for the first time what is it to be paid by, you know, by my followers because they needed something of value from me. Design work. After a while, I just started creating websites because I'm also a web designer. Then I began selling courses on web design, selling courses on a bunch of stuff. And now I'm mostly in, 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 a, in a process where I, I'm growing my agency, where, where I do, where what I do is actually just what I did for myself. Launch stuff, launch products, help people launch their coaching, launch their, their services, and launch their digital products, which is, I call it the, the service hyperscale and hyper growth, two different services that I offer. One for bigger influencers to help them make a bunch of money. It's actually like my promise is I'm going to make you $50,000 or there's a guarantee. That's for the client to know. Um, and the other one is I help if people who already have some kind of engaged audience start making between $300 to $500 a month on autopilot, by the way, because that's what I've developed for my own business. So why not sell it as a service too? It's yeah. much easier to scale in some way or another because I can delegate all of that, mm -hmm. um, which is what I do also. <laughs> I delegate yeah. all of that stuff. So it's a nice place to be, dude. And it's all because I decided out of pure desperation on June of 2018 to post five tweets a day. That's the backstory, friend. Well, I can definitely relate as far as the eye twitches and the nervous, like being an entrepreneur. And that's why I don't necessarily think it's for everyone. If you want to pursue it, know the risks. But for some people, a nine to five is completely fine. But, you know, there are a lot of sleepless nights, worrying, not bringing in the money. There's definitely a lot of um, uncertainty uh, when you go independent and you bank on yourself that you you can make it. And I think for you, what I like is you, at least what I'm seeing on Twitter is you go against air quotes, conventional wisdom. Whereas a lot of on Twitter, I see a lot of creators um, stick to their niche, right? They'll be either D to C or STRs or NFTs or newsletter or whatever it is, but they don't inject themselves like personality wise into their feed, into their tweets. It's just, I'm giving you value all the time and I'm giving you advice for you, you inject yourself. And I think that conveys an authenticity that maybe the others lack. And I'm just wondering, is that something you just decided or is just organically something that happened? Thank you. Thank you for the, for your kind words. I, I really appreciate it, Roy. Um, and it was purely organic, okay. purely organic, but I advise against that when you're starting out. Okay. I totally. And why, advise and, and why do you say that? So it's, really 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 hard to grow social media following by being yourself why because nobody gives a flying crap about who you are unless you're like i don't know man johnny depp <laughs> who's struggling <laughs> at the moment right nobody gives a, a not the best flying time for johnny. of who you are yeah. because you're you're not you haven't proven your worth you have not shown people what you can do for them you're not elon musk you're not a billionaire you're not a millionaire and if you're a millionaire that's social proof, of course, but nobody cares. Yeah. So at first, I would say, stick to your main specialities. And when I say specialities, is what are you good at? You're usually really, really good at two, three, four, maybe five things. You're really competent in that. Stick to one of these things that you are competent at and build your brand around that. Once you get to 10, 20,000 followers, which is like the tipping point where it just things start happening and people start saying, okay, this guy is important to some, to some extent. Yeah. Then you can start injecting a little bit more personality, a little bit more about your other specialities, a little bit more about your opinions about things. Because before that, you're just in Twitter, let's say, you're just one of these Twitter eggs that nobody cares about. Yeah. A new account, meh, who cares? Everyone says on Twitter that they're a billionaire, millionaire, playboy, that it has a million... Yeah. <laughs> just pure money like cash so nobody believes you so you need to prove that what you're saying is the reality you know that by focusing on one speciality of yours by teaching people how to do what you do that's what we call uh, uh, it's teaching right it's just teaching 
showing people how to do what you do. We also have the other thing is like entertain. How can you entertain people with your stuff? Maybe a joke or a meme about your industry. Um, there, there's also inspiration. What can you say to people in that industry that uses your speciality to inspire them to increase their income, to send a direct message, to get healthier, to whatever, man. The trick is to tie everything you want to post to that core speciality that you want people to know you for. That's why I, I advise against being yourself online or showcasing your, your opinions um, too early. Nobody cares <laughs> until you get to 10, 20,000 followers and yeah. then people start actually caring. I love that. Cause like here in America, there's like that saying, like, just be yourself, just be yourself. Mm -mm. It's like, Doesn't no, don't be, don't be yourself. <laughs> don't be yourself. Like if I were myself, you want to see my true self, which is something I wanted to tell you that you said like exuberant. That's not me. This is my podcast. Jose, and that's something I've learned, you know, through public speaking, but mm -hmm. my real self is more like this. I'm more relaxed. This is how I usually speak when I'm speaking with a friend. Slower, more paused, lower tone. This is how I sell too because it conveys more, um, more authority. Mm -hmm. But it's not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so my podcast, I talk louder and you know, and put more hand movements, more smile face because I have a nice smile, right? But <laughs> it's all part of the show, and it's not that it's not me it's one part of who i am because we're like multiple things at the same time yeah so here i let myself be a little bit more enthusiastic a little bit more inciting but it drains me i can tell you after we end the podcast i'll go to bed and like die <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm the same after a podcast and especially sometimes i'll do long ones like i've had you know two two and a half i think i may have had one of three hours i am drained yeah, you're just you're on the whole time. And after you're just like, whoo, like, I, I, you know, I, I don't go to sleep necessarily, but I definitely need like a half hour hour. I'm just like, OK, I need to just relax for a minute. Yeah, dude, it's I don't know. Are you like a, an introverted person? Because I consider myself introverted. I, I prefer to be alone. I prefer to be here in my man cave. I don't like going to groups. When my wife tells me, hey, Jose, we're going to go to whatever party. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, let's go. But but yeah. it's like, I don't want to yeah. because I prefer to be alone. Um, but the reality is that I've thankfully, thankfully, really early on in my career, I realized that loners are losers. That, that, <laughs> that, that big... Uh, I love that. It's the sorrow. He's just like the, 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 uh, the solo... Um, the solo... What the hell is... The solo uh, hero. Okay. That's, that's fake. The, the, the lone wolf, that's the loser, bro. That's not real. In real life, there are no lone wolves. There are no. Those are the losers that end up shooting people, you know? So for anyone that's preaching, be the lone wolf. I won't curse, but curse, curse. It's a I would love to curse. curse. I would love to curse you out because that's bad advice. Yeah. Because we need other people in order to survive. We need other people in order to fuck, make more money. We need more people to feel better, not only about what we do, but about ourselves too. Like I have my kids, two, two kids, uh, Javier and Juan Diego. And these two little boogers, I just love them. Love them, despite the, my hate for, for general people. Yeah. I love <laughs> these, these, these little boys. Yeah. And they bring joy to my life. You know, if I were a lone wolf, I wouldn't have these two kids with my, with my wife, Brenda. It's stupid to think that you are going to make it by yourself. You will sometimes need to hire someone. You will sometimes need to help from someone else. And trying to do things, every, everything by yourself is dumb as hell. Yeah. I tried that. I tried being the lone wolf for a long time. And then I realized I don't have enough time to do everything. Now I'm, I have four people that help me out with Five people that help me up with everything, with everything I do, the graphic designer, the copywriter, the, the, the spell checker, the, the, um, the person that handles the, the client and the, and the, you know, making the client happy. Sure. Um, and whenever I have something that I, they don't know how to do, I hire someone else. Yeah. The people that clean my house, screw the lone wolf. Yeah. 
It's bad advice. Fuck that people. So, lone, lone wolves eventually become the Unabomber. You know, it's like yeah, it's dude, <laughs> that's so stupid. It's so and stupid. we're and and we're social creatures and we're mimetic creatures. We we copy by seeing and yeah. I think this is also a great segue. It's something I wanted to 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 bring up is building a community. It's one of those buzzwords that we keep you know hearing. And however you feel about all these buzzwords that get thrown around, regardless, I think if you're building a company or, or even if you're an independent, right, like like yourself or like I am, is in your opinion, is building a community or at least I mean, maybe not a community, if I can word it differently, a loyal, engaged following, is that something that everyone should dedicate some time of their day to, in your opinion? Let's take away the loyal following. Okay. Um, I was talking. I was. I, I just had a chat before hopping on this on this call with with a guy I met, I met on on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He has great engagement. He makes good money on Instagram, almost a million dollars in sales in Instagram. And he told me something that I believe there's some truth behind that. They are his. These are his words. He told me like, dude, if you stop posting for two three weeks, nobody remembers you. They forget about who you are. And in most cases, that's true, in most cases. So the way you can make yourself somehow irreplaceable is by helping people like crazy, man. Just providing so much value. And value means entertaining them, mm -hmm. educating them, inspiring them. That is what value is. You, you help them go from point A to point B. You are the person that helps them transform and flourish and fly when they, when everyone else is just like a tiny ant walking on uh, towards, towards something that will kill them or, or, or a kid like, you know, with a thumb just <laughs> pushing them. So, you know, I'm not quite sure how to reply to the engaged audience or the audience that it's just like they're loyal. I'm not sure how to reply to that. Yeah. Maybe I've, not loyal. I've experienced just... that. I know people that, I know for a fact, people that buy everything that I post. Like I search for the email, it's like 10 purchases. And that's a lawyer buyer, right? A lawyer, a lawyer person. But I know for a fact that the day, the day I say or do something that goes against their own self-interest, bam, adios Jose. Fuck off, I don't need you anymore. So the way to, to overcome that is to actually keep providing value. It's to stay consistent in regards to showing people how to do what you do. And, and that takes a toll after a while. That's why I tell you, after you get 10 to 20,000 followers, start being a little bit more yourself so that that ah, burnout takes more time to yeah. come into your life. Because most of the, uh, most of the time, you see, for example, you see a lot on YouTube. Is I burnt out. I stopped posting on, on YouTube. One of the main reasons is because these people are playing a character. And playing a character takes a toll. Yeah. They have to go to, imagine me right now. I'm playing a character. I'm playing Jose the podcaster. I cannot sustain this for a long time. This voice, this attitude, these movements, I cannot do that for a long time. So if I, if I try to do it for for a month, three years, I'm going to go crazy because this is not who I am. Yeah. So when you go against who you are and you create a character and you build a community around your character, which I don't suggest you do, you're going to screw yourself up. So build 10, 20,000 followers and then start showing more your personality. If you have to talk a little bit slower because that's how you really are, that's how you really interact with other people. If you are more laid back, start showing that personality online because that way you'll avoid the burnout and you'll avoid feeling like a fraud and you'll avoid feeling all of these, oh man, this is too hard. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to post. It's too complicated. I don't know. I'm going to kill myself. You're going to avoid all of that. Yeah. You, you know, as you after, you get to the 10, after you get to 10 or 20,000 followers, after that, before that, grind, man, because there's no other way. As you were talking, I was thinking, um, I wonder if that's why celebrities kind of fade, not fade, but, you know, have the, 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 the breakdown that many of them do or go to, because it technically, be that. right. Because they have to play this character. They have to put on a facade, a face all the time that is not theirs necessarily. 
And eventually they just get like carried away with that character that they're portraying. And that takes its toll eventually. Dude, right? imagine getting approached every freaking day. Hey, 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 Roy, give me, give me uh, an autograph. And mm-hmm. you have to force a smile and say, sure, yeah. here's your autograph. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love, I couldn't do that. And I know I can't do that because I used to play the bass guitar in a band here in Dominican Republic. And people ask me from time to time, like for, for an autograph. And I hated that shit. Like I had to put a big smile and yeah, sure. But I didn't like that. Yeah. Because it's I not enjoy for my privacy. That's not for everyone. Whenever I say, whenever I hear people say, I want to be famous. No, 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 no. You want the benefits of being famous, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be famous. You don't want people harassing you, taking photos of you when you're taking a vacation. You don't want people posting your, your, your worst moments in life online. You don't want that. And that's the price of fame, of fame. That's the real cost of fame. So what you really want are the benefits of fame, money, access to inner circles, access to places that only someone with certain connections can get. So learn how to differentiate what you want. You don't want fame. You want the benefits. How do you get the benefits? Making money. Making a lot of money will open up so many doors that I cannot even, like, there's some mini doors that I still cannot even open because I I don't have that much money. Eventually, maybe, who knows? Maybe. But focus on the things that actually generate you money, generate you money. And generate you money in a way that's, that's authentic to you. And that makes you feel it's in, like you're doing some good to, to the world. Unless you're one of these chronic capitalist, capitalistic people, that's, that's another way. If you want to do it like that, that's okay. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but um, that's why I hate so much the rhetoric of, of, of people that say money is the root of evil. No, no, no. The love of money is the root of evil. Yeah. I mean, not, I'm not in love with money, but I love what I can do with money. That's why I fucking try to make money every freaking day because mm-hmm. I want to give my family a better lifestyle. I want to provide more freedom to my family and to myself to make me feel good. I remember a speech of Tony Robbins and he simplifies a lot of things that happen in the human nature. And he said, humans just want two things. They want more pleasure and they want to reduce pain. And that's a lot of truth behind that. We want more pleasure. We want to reduce pain. This is the perfect, like, summarization of what human, the human experience is. We run towards pleasure and we run away from pain. What's pain? Anxiety. I'm constantly running away from anxiety. I hate anxiety and I've experienced anxiety for the last 10 years. Why? I have sometimes diet related, sometimes things don't, don't pan out, but I run away from that. Why? Because I don't want to experience it. Then I run towards pleasure. How? Making money. So I can go to the beach with my family. So I can take them to, to, to different trips. So I can buy the best education for my kids, which I am. Well, here at least here in the Dominican Republic. So once you understand these simple concepts of, of human nature, which are very simple when you think about them, um, you'll be able to provide more value to people. You'll be able to be of of more service because now by knowing what actually what people actually want and crave and desire you'll be able to provide them a solution to either increase their pleasure or reduce their pain two very different things but at the end of the day is to to give people a path to to attain their dreams or or destroy their their fears make sense yeah for sure i think that's why so many people and now you see these things are becoming much more popular, uh, like the, um, what do you call it? like Spartan races or like really tough, like tough mothers or um, mountaineering, whatever it is, like uh, activities that really are hard because as society, we become so soft and, you know, for the most part, at least in the West and things they're are running easy. towards self-actualization. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. You they're want a challenge. You want something like, oh, wow, I really conquered this. Yeah, like uh, who says this? Um, David Goggins, my inner bitch, right? Like I, <laughs> I conquered this today, and I I feel better about myself. So I think, yeah, it is true. Like I I think because we've been trying to reduce um, uh, pain for so long, it's like well, a little bit of pain or a little bit of struggle is actually good for us in the overall. It's really good. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, think about this. Whenever you are ill, what do doctors tell you to do? Well, first rest a little bit more, right? And then eat healthier, mm-hmm. drink fewer, less alcohol, drink more water. And for a lot of people, especially in today's modern soft society, eating less food, drinking less alcohol, um, drinking more water, substituting their junk food for like natural food, it's hard. Yeah. And I can't blame them, man. Like every day you're, you're being slapped in the face with an ad that tells you, hey, get this Whopper for a dollar or get this like life-changing, tongue-altering new food that we just invented. Dude, like I'm a marketer. I yeah. see that and I, I still get influenced despite the fact that I know what the hell is happening. Yeah. So it, uh, it's not that I cannot blame them, but I cannot pull, put all the blame on them. Like, I don't like blaming, okay, this, it's all their fault. No, what's happening in their environment? And it influences people in, in, in a way. That's why I, I always, you know, from living here in the Dominican Republic has shown me like what real poverty is. What real poverty is, you know what real poverty is? You don't have enough food. So you eat the fucking plantain, uh, you know, the, the cover of the plantain. What's, what's yeah. the name of that? Um, not sure. you, you know, you peel a banana. What's the name of that? The, the peel? The peel. It's called peel. Yeah. You eat the peel of the plantain. Yeah. That's what's, what poverty is. Some of my childhood friends had to eat the freaking peel of a plantain. Like, that's fucking poverty, you know? Yeah. But why are they poor? Is it because they don't work? No. These people have really, like, they, they work. But their environment... They, they, they were raised, born and raised in a place where the, everyone says, you are born poor, you're going to stay poor for all your life. That influences you in ways that, I don't know if even science can explain it. So I never like blaming people for everything that happens to them. Look at myself. I come from a great family. I love my parents. They're not perfect, but they're the most perfect parents I know. Yeah. From the side of my family, my wife, same shit. I love my, my, my father-in-law and my mom-in-law. Who could have predicted that I would have such a blessing of having a great family, mom and dad, plus great um, um, parents-in-law? Yeah. I got lucky. I got lucky. And people, some people just, that happens, you know? But you can create your own luck by posting content online. Start posting content <laughs> online and you'll see how lucky you'll get. Dude, I started with five tweets. Five tweets a day became a multi-million dollar business, dude. So, so, so that's what I want to talk about. I want to, you, and you post everywhere. You have content everywhere. You're on YouTube, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on TikTok. Uh, am I missing something? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm mostly on Twitter. And I, Twitter. what I do is repost tweets on Instagram. Um, I read some of these things out loud and record myself like a reel. Yeah. Um, and, and YouTube is just, at the moment, it's an experiment because YouTube is, YouTube is so hard, bro. It is. Like, okay, I have to record everything. It's, I have to show my face. Then I have to send that to my editor. But then there's the little back and forth of, I don't like this. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, horrible, 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 horrible. I don't know how people make a full-time income on YouTube. If they're full time job, yeah. right? I don't hide. Some, I don't. some do. I've talked to people that do very, very well on on YouTube, and it's just it's it's a grind. It's full time job. It is full time job, a hundred percent. But it's also a grind, and it's like it's unlikely, as you said. Like a lot of people, they go for the overnight success, and sometimes it's a seven nope. year process of overnight success. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like yes, this just happened overnight over the course of seven years that I got to where I am. But I'm just wondering, like, what is the breakdown roughly i'm assuming majority of the people that uh reach out to you for uh one-on-one coaching or buy your uh products come from twitter right yes come from twitter and from my email list so my advice is tweet a lot and tell people hey join my email list that's the number one way to to generate income with the email list mm-hmm. twitter it's secondary when when you think about it in in, in terms of generating income but the email is, dude, like, think about this process. You write 200, 300 words. 
you hit the send button. Someone else in a region that you don't even know exists clicks that email, reads it, and they say, I like this. Let me click the link that this guy put in this, in this email and let me buy his shit. He goes through that process. He opens the sales page. He reads through that. He fetches his credit card from his wallet. He types that down manually. He hits enter. Sometimes the credit card says, no, 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 bad, bad. And yeah. then they try again and they buy your shit. Think about that process and the complexity behind that. And everything has, simpl has been simplified to just hitting a send button on a on convert kit, which is the email platform that I use. Yeah. <laughs> Think about <laughs> that, dude. Like, like uh, 10 years ago, we, 20 years ago, we didn't have that, bro. When I was in, in, in college, yeah. in college, yeah, I said college, when I was 20, we had email, of course, we had, we had Messenger. We didn't have Telegram, not, not, yeah. none of that shit. We had High Five. Now we have Facebook and all of this stuff. Dude, we had, we had ICQ. So yeah, ICQ or, or, or I, IRC. Remember IRC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chat and what? Dude, like we had Napster. We had uh, t a two kilobytes per second download. Yeah. To download a fucking sound, <laughs> it was like 10 hours to download one song. Today, one click and you can listen to th the thing on, on, yep. on Spotify. Dude, it's 10 times easier today to make an honest living online. And not even online in... in, in I'm talking even in the general scope of reality of the human yeah. experience, it's much easier. You don't have internet, you will surely have a smartphone. I've seen a lot of people on the streets that are begging with a fucking smartphone on their hands, dude. It's impressive. It is. You go to a Starbucks and you have free internet there, right? Yeah. If they don't let you in, you put yourself to a side <laughs> and you steal their internet. <laughs> so it's crazy, dude, what you could do with, with a freaking smartphone and, when, and with some ideas. I love these. Well, I I don't love these stories about the guy that went from homeless to making money. I I enjoy that. I just don't love the part that they were homeless. Obviously, but yeah. the success story, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, but you've seen it all the time. Like this guy went from homeless to making a hundred thousand dollars online or whatever. That shit excites me, dude. Because you could, imagine that shit happening ten years ago or twenty years ago. Today, it can happen with much more ease. Because of this little tiny device that almost everyone has now. Because, dude, I don't know, man. Why people do you think? Want to buy shit. Why do you think? Because people, you know, there's people on TikTok that are making, you know, a shit ton of money, and there's some people on Instagram, and they create a, a great following there. And some people, like we said, on YouTube. Why do you think uh, Twitter complemented your skill set so, so nicely? So. You see this Latino face, beautiful face, <laughs> beautiful Latino face that you're seeing right now? Yes. Uh, if you take off the beard, <laughs> it's, it's not like a downgrade, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, uh, I'm the, I'm the same. My wife, my wife yeah. once I shaved and she screamed at me. She almost kicked me out the house for shaving once. So I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. I feel so, your pain. My, yeah, yeah. So my wife told me like when she, I got the beard, like, I don't, I don't like how it feels because it, it's like itchy, right? Mm -hmm. But I like how it looks on you. So it's not that I'm like super handsome. Some people say I am. I don't consider myself handsome. I just consider me, I'm smart. So that helps me. Mm -hmm. um, but, but when I say this, since I didn't like showing my face due to what you're seeing, <laughs> I, I, said to myself, I, I said to myself, I like writing. So let me start writing. Let me start writing. And Twitter was the easy platform because it's just back then it was like 180 characters. Short. The shorter, the better. Yeah. So it gave me the opportunity to write really short stuff on complete ideas and still get followers. Deal, bro. Let's yeah. go. So um, due to that, I decided to start on Twitter. And if you love writing, you love that more than showing your face or recording yourself or dancing like a monkey in front of the camera, I would say go to Twitter. <laughs> go to Twitter and repost all of that on LinkedIn, literally. Because LinkedIn and, and Twitter are platforms that reward you for writing. Okay. The best thing, in my opinion, about writing is how easy it is to repurpose. And repurpose is the, the act of taking that content that you have 
and just posting it in other platforms. You can turn a post, a Twitter post, something that you wrote into a video that you read to the camera. You can turn a, po a, a tweet that you wrote into a design for Instagram. You can turn that even into a screenshot and post that shit everywhere, everywhere else. Pinterest, maybe, who knows? You can even repost the freaking image in, in other social platforms, even on Facebook. You've seen it, all of these inspirational quotes. Yeah. You could do that. That's, that's, just, that's just a tweet. So that's why I suggest people to start on Twitter if they're beginning. It's so much easier. Post five tweets a day. It will take you five minutes to, to create. Five minutes. If it takes you more than that, you're overthinking. It's Twitter, dude. Just don't post something that can get you canceled. That's yeah. that, that's that's the trick. Don't post down shit that will get you canceled. No <laughs> don't racism. Get, don't get no, too political. Yeah, don't get too political. No things against against people immutable features. If they're ugly, don't call people ugly. If they're like have big ear like, like me, don't call me like monkey or something like that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't target individuals and don't target, yeah. you know, the protected groups that everyone knows who they are, right? Don't talk badly about this and you will never experience any, well, you will reduce the chances of being canceled. That's the so trick. Let, so let's say, all right, so now I am, uh, my name is Timothy. I just lost my nine to five job or I quit my nine to five job. I'm sick of it. I have- Get a new job. <laughs> no, but let's say, I, but let's say I want to start a, a Twitter account. No, right? no, no, no. Get a new job. <laughs> I, I'm not one of these people who tell you, see, yes, you're going to make a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars in the first month. No, motherfucker, get a job. And what you're going to do is on Twitter, hey guys, I just fucking lost my job. Can okay. I but let's say I have zero. But if I have, z I, I just opened, I, that's fine. Like uh, I'm in line, get a new job. Yeah, but. no, no, I know what you're saying. Let, let, let me, okay. let me I, I understand perfectly what you're saying. Okay. Hey guys, I just lost your job, my job to zero followers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And what you're going to do, you're, just go, you're going to start posting the journey of getting a new job. And at the same time, you're going to be posting about the things that you did in your previous job. In your previous job. Let's say you were a web designer. You can start posting about web design and showing people how to create websites or telling people, hey, if you have a business, uh, the website is the number one thing you could create. Here's the process. If you have a startup and you want to redesign your website, here are the 10 things you need to ask to your next, to your next freelancers. And you start posting content like that while you are looking for a job. Don't bank on content creation or social media to make money overnight. It will not happen. Let me repeat again. It will not happen. You need to give yourself six to 12 months to make social media work for you. Anything less than that, and you're wasting your goddamn time yeah. for one reason. Every major decision in your life, like a career, like getting married, you need to think about it. It's usually a long time that you need to put into that. Yeah. How many people do you know that have, have been married after the first month? Few. Most of them is six months, 12 months, two years. So they gave themselves the permission to stay in a relationship for six, 12, 24 months before getting married. Same thing with social media. It's a major decision. Why? Because you're showcasing your expertise and your, and your stories online. It's a big decision. You're, put, you're sticking your neck out. And the risk is getting it chopped by something dumb that you posted or something that is not too factual because you made a mistake. Yeah. You know? So um, six months, bare minimum. Because it takes time to develop the habit of writing or creating content. Um, it also takes time to build a following. Sometimes you get lucky. I know people that grow to 200,000 followers in, in 12 months. I also know people who, who have posted for 10 years and ha only have uh, 10,000 followers. I know some of these people. So no, don't bank on social media to make money. Not at first. Get the fucking job and just tweet or post about that journey of, of, of growth and self-discovery and the skills that you possess at the moment. Yeah, I love that point of view. That's so refreshing to hear where a lot of people like, because they're trying to be, yeah, because they're trying to sell you something, they will give you advice that may be 
not in your best interests, you know, versus sometimes you just got to tell people like straight up, hey, you should do this. And on the side, you should be doing A, B, C, D. Right. Yes. So that's refreshing yes. to hear. Yes. Right? I actually I actually waited until I was making twice the money I was making in my nine to five job to quit and make this full time, like create stuff and sell stuff on Twitter and social media afterwards using social media to grow my agency. But, um, I waited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I waited because think about this. Imagine that you're making a thousand dollars online and in your job, you make a thousand dollars just for simplifying. If you quit your job, you're quitting to have your salary. Can you withstand three, four, five, six months with half your salary? Most people can't. Yeah. I'm adding, of course, a thousand plus a thousand, right? A thousand online, a thousand in your job. Sure. But if you're making twice the amount of money on social media than what you're making on your nine to five job, once you quit your nine to five job, you're only renouncing to one third of your salary. When I say salary is when you're mixing it together. That's why I always tell people, wait. Wait until you have a solid income stream with social media before you quit. If you're making $10,000 a month, five, $10,000 a month consistently, have you done that for three, four, five months? Quit the fucking job. Yeah. Yes, and go like balls deep into, into, your, into your social media uh, and personal brand and whatever you're doing with social media. But before that, I don't advise it unless you are like really young and your family pays for everything. That's a different case. Or maybe a, a yeah, if you're a really hot female, <laughs> just for some way, yeah, for that, some reason that helps. Helps on Instagram. Um, it helps but, anywhere, man. Like if you're a beautiful person, <laughs> yeah, the doors open up to you, bro. It's, it's very true. It is. You I know? wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither would I. But you know, my wife every time she goes to get coffee, like half the time, like, oh no, you can take it. I'm like, I've never gotten free coffee. I don't know what you're talking. Like, it's just, it's a different experience for both of us, you know. <laughs> we get fined just because of how we look. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good, man. You know, I'm, I'm interested because there for you right now. You know, you play a role for a lot of people where they they look at you for advice or for certain tips on certain things. Um, I'm wondering like, who were those people for you initially when you started out? So when I started out 2018, I had been following a bunch of people, uh, political people due to Trump. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell is happening? Like I spent two years watching Trump and some people on social media talking about him started following him on Twitter just to see what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Started following a bunch of political people. These political people started retweeting interesting thoughts from other guys. And I'm like, oh, what's this? Who is this guy? Oh, Ed Lattimore. Two times bestseller uh, best author. Hmm. Yeah. This guy I, 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 retweets another guy that talks about fitness. Alexander Cortez. Juan Alex Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez who is one of, my, one, of my, one of my clients and also business partners at the same time. It's an interesting relationship. Okay. He tweets about getting healthier. This guy retweets another guy. Ed Lattimore retweets another guy, Chris Johnson, who's talking about creating a six-figure business. Then this guy retweets another guy that's talking about drop shipping. Then this guy tweets, retweets. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? I went from why is Trump winning to... Fuck, let me make money online. <laughs> Go to Twitter. Yeah. So Alexander Cortez is one of these people that has influenced, and has influenced me the most. At Ajak underscore Cortez on Twitter. At Lattimore, also another client. Yeah, I had him on the pod. He's great. Yeah. Uh, at, at Lattimore, great guy. Smart as hell, man. It's, his writing, it's like, oh, I wish I could write like that. Chris Johnson, you'll find, I don't know his his handle because he 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 had a something with Twitter and he had to create a new account. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker's making like a million dollars to $3 million a month. Wow. Uh, incredible, man. I saw that journey. It was impressive, dude. Wow. It was incredible seeing that journey and how this guy went from, from like broke black man to multi-deca millionaire. Incredible. What does he sell? Like what's his like uh, main income stream? So he started with like oh, selling watches. Give me a second though. This, okay, there it is. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so he started selling watches. 17th Watches is the, his brand name. 
And then he started selling courses on how to do that. Mm -hmm. And then he started making more money through courses and through his watch business. And he started amplifying his brand. He went from talking about hustling to talking about watches, to talking about how to create courses, to talking about how to grow your Twitter following, to talking about stocks and stuff like that, because he started investing in the real estate market. And then he launched a community platform and he has like 40,000 subscribers paying him anything between 25 and $50 a month. Wow. That's a million, $2 million a month. Yeah. Because he has so many subscribers in that community. And watching that unfold in three years, that's what it took him three years to go from like, okay, he was a business owner, six figure business owner to becoming a DECA millionaire, $10 million plus. That was impressive, dude. So these guys, are, I've, I've connected with all of them and they, all of them has, have inspired me to, to pursue a similar path. I'm not as far as they are, but eventually I'll get there. I'll yeah. get there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great metaphor for success in general. And like we've, we've said this or, or touched. That's why the lone wolf is, it's bad advice. It is. It is. You need if a community. Would, yeah, you need a community. And I, I found these people. I built connections with them, connected with them, learned from them. And I'm in this position because I was opening enough to accept their advice. Mm-hmm. You know, at, I can't even listen to, to the old podcast, but in the beginning, when I did the podcast, I've never done, I've never been on air before. I've never spoken. Like, it's very different to speak if hey, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? <laughs> um, you know, if you and I were to sit and just over a, a beer or a wine and just chat, it's a completely different situation and cadence and rhythm and, and, and conversation than if we're alive and we're trying to convey ideas and talk about certain things and topics. And in the beginning, I was awful. Not to say that I'm Joe Rogan now, but there has been a trajectory of improvement that has happened. And, and I can't even listen to the first ones. Like I actually thought about like deleting them for a while. Cause like, they're so bad. But I was like, ah, fuck it. Let me just leave it. And it's a good reminder that where I was is very different than where I am and where I am today is hopefully going to be very different than where I'm going to be in two, three, four, five years. You know, it's just, it's, it's a gradual growth and improvement. And it goes back to what I said a while ago. Don't quit the job. Spend time building up your skills and doing the things before actually quitting the job. If you don't have the job, find a job first. And you can podcast in your spare time. I know this guy, Danny Miranda. Yeah. This guy went from like zero to like a million plus downloads. And I don't know how much time, maybe a year or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he just kept inviting people to hit past, to his podcast. Until one day, check this out. Here's the power of community. Danny on Twitter tag, uh, tagged um, Gary V and told Gary V, I would love to invite you to your podcast. You know what the community did? His followers, including myself. Gary V, yes, go, 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 go. He got like, like 200 people saying, Gary V, go, go, go. And wow. it got Gary V's attention. What happened next? Danny in got into the podcast with Gary V. He and he 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 built a beautiful story around that because he had met Gary V before. Gary V has spoken with his mom before. Oh, it's wow. a crazy story. But you know Gary V maybe remind rem- remembers that I'm not sure. But uh he told his story to to Gary V to make him like wow. And Gary V was impressed, you know? And now this motherfucker is inviting top-notch influencers. I'm talking about um uh, Danny. Yeah. Because because of the community. He's got Thanks social power. Proof. Of, of course. And now he, who, ha, who have I invited to, to my podcast? Gary V, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, James Altucher and this person and whatever. So now he can use that as a pitch. I've interviewed all of these people. Why are you not part of my interviews? Yeah. It's much easier to do that. Well, not like that, but it's much easier once you have social proof. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting top dogs. I don't, I don't consider myself a top dog, by the way. I'm very self-conscious of, of where, <laughs> where I stand. Um, and if you have, great. I'm, I'm not sure. But imagine yourself interviewing, fuck, Ro- Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that. dude. Now you I can mean, use I, that. 
I would be, I think I would pass out. I'd be so nervous. <laughs> Joe Rogan. That's like my, you know, I think a lot of guys also like, it's kind of like their idol type, you know, it would be very nerve wracking to, to interview him or be interviewed by him. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's different. It's a different ball game when you're dealing with, with, with top dogs. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't dealt with them yet. So I'm just imagining. Right. Yeah. So, um, I would say that anyone that's trying to to make some kind of income online, make money online, grow a, a any kind of brand, including a podcast, this give yourself at least six months to see if you like it. If you like it, keep doing it. Yeah. The overnight success happens after ten years. That's that's the reality. It of is. course, some people do it in less time. A lot of people do it in less time, but the majority of people, it takes a while for them to be known as overnight success. I have this friend, his name is Suvi. He has like a million followers right now on, on Twitter and other places, massive engagement. This guy went from 30,000 followers, 15,000 followers, something like that, to eight, almost a million followers in like three years. Yeah. But what happened before that? He had spent 10 years of his life, polishing, polishing his ideas, learning new things, being on malls, selling his CDs because he's like a rapper. Yeah. The mall selling those CDs. He estimated like he has met like 300,000 people like by selling stuff on like in real life yeah, <laughs> in <yeah>. a mall. <laughs> IRL. So all of that, all of that led to where he is right now, a bunch of followers. In fact, some of his followers always tell him like, dude, I remember the time I bought your, your CD when you were at the mall at this place uh, because of how many of them saw him at, at these places with his, with his stand selling his CDs. 10 years of grinding before becoming the overnight success that he became because it literally happened overnight on Twitter. He became yeah. instant overnight yeah, success. That tweet where he's uh, yeah, powerlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadlift. So, you know, put in the work. Yeah. That's how you get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's such a good one. Put in the work. That's how you get lucky. I like yeah. that. It Absolutely. is, it, it's true. I think also people get, um, they stop once they don't see the type of results that they think that they are going to see. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And yep. because of that, they're like, oh, okay, I thought I was going to be hitting, you know, tens of thousands of downloads or whatever, or views within five months, six months, four months. And then when that doesn't happen, it's like, okay, this isn't for me. Fuck this. It's too hard. Let me just stop. But you just, like you said, it's like, it's, it's a 10 year overnight success. Like these things take time. You have to improve your product, your, your, whatever it is. And all these things that they just take, it's a learning curve. It takes time. Algorithm takes time till it get till it notices you. SEO things, all these things are just it's nothing's overnight. I think that's the point here. Absolutely. I have this friend. He's a fitness, fitness coach. Mm -hmm. Very smart, incredibly smart, rain man smart. Oh wow. He his name is Alex Feinberg. And I was complaining about something that had happened to me a, a while ago. I told him, like, dude, I stopped selling for a while because when I launched the stuff. I wasn't making as much money as before. So I stopped selling because I don't want it to feel like I wasn't making sales. But by stopping to sell, I was um, selling. <laughs> you see how stupid that is? Yeah. And he told me something that is like burnt into my brain, like, mm -hmm. like, like tattooed, whatever. He tells me, dude, Jose, the days, the days that I don't make the money that I want to make, I have no one else to blame than myself. So what I do is the next day, I change the script to find out if the new script makes me more money. And if it does, I double down on that script. When that script starts to fail, because it, it will eventually fail, I create a new script. And then when I see my sales going up, I double down on that, on that script. And I do that over and over and over again. And the reason I do that is due to the fact that most people quit at the first glance of failure. 
if you are one of these people that when failure is staring you right at your face and you're just like scoot over, bro, and just like, <laughs> I was watching, <laughs> I was watching this fifth element yesterday. You remember the, the Chris Tucker? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> you know, you do that to, uh, to, 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 the, to fear. Yeah. You're just like, hey, go away and you just try again, try yeah. again, try again, try again. Um, you'll eventually find someone that will say, hey, that's, that's interesting. Money. Eventually. Eventually. You. Have you gotten your first, like, hey, I'll pay you for the first promotion or whatever? Have you gotten one of those? Hey, like a, like a, a brand deal or, or, no. or like a... No. Keep doing this. And eventually someone will literally just out of the blue approach you. Hey, dude, I, I, I listen to your podcast. I see that you're having 20,000 views, 100,000 views per, per podcast. We're going to pay you $10,000 for a sponsorship. It might not happen tomorrow. It might happen at the 500 episode. It might happen at the thousand episodes. Who knows? But if you keep doing it, eventually, possibly, it could happen. I think that's a great note to end the podcast on. I love it. Jose, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate your time. Friend, thank you so much for, for making time for this. I really enjoyed the podcast. Now let me go back to Jose Normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, thank you so much. My name is Jose Rosal, Jose Ricardo Rosal. You can find me at Twitter, at Jose Rosal, on TikTok, Real Jose Rosal, on YouTube, slash Jose Rosal, and Instagram, Jose Rosado HQ. Because for whatever reason, the at Jose Rosado guy didn't accept my $3,000 like, hey, you try to buy them. To, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. He said no. So I'm stuck with with a bunch of at Jose Rosado slash something. Something. Because <laughs> I was too late to the game. So, um, and my website, rosa.do. Yeah. Find me there, follow my stuff. And if you like it, share it. Yeah. You see, this is why you're a professional. Usually I have to tell people, hey, plug your thing, put the social media, tell what your next book is. You just already know. You're already plugging. You're a pro, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if Guys, you need help with, with, with monetizing this thing, let's make it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love it, dude. Guys, do I, I promise you, you won't regret following Jose. His stuff is awesome. Uh, I follow him on the majority of the social media platforms, and he's awesome everywhere. So give the guy a follow. And again, man, this was a hell of a lot of fun. I'd be happy to do it again. And uh, thanks for your time today. It was awesome. Thank you, bro. Have a great day.